Hello and welcome to Let's Debrief. Hello, welcome back. We are recording in the morning today, which I think is the first time we've ever done. Yay! And we have <laughs> our coffees. I finished mine already. I wish I still had mine. We had a slumber party last night, <laughs> um, which is a common occurrence now because we moved like an hour away. So it like kind of doesn't make sense to not yeah. sleep over. Also, the first I've like realized this now, like we're I'm Cole and I are lucky that we have jobs that are flexible that like we don't like need to be. Sometimes we need to be somewhere the next day, but like in this instance, we don't need to. And so it was nice to stay the night. But also the last time we didn't stay the night, we hit a deer on the way home. <laughs> so the hysterical call that we got was like, <laughs> I thought that they actually like were their lives were. Yeah. Right? Like may like bleeding out on the side of the road. No, yeah. just hit a deer, which has been a fear of mine for a long time. And then it happened and literally I don't know if I told you this when I called my mom she was like because my mom my parents don't live in Pennsylvania and so I was just like I gotta call her because like I don't know like I don't know if you've ever done that before you're like what can you do for me in this moment but I need you to know I have to tell my parents like it's just that instinctual like my parents can help me yeah so I called her literally hysterical and after like I calmed down and we talked like the next day. She was like, oh, yeah, I couldn't make out anything that you were saying. So I was like, she's being held at gunpoint. Someone broke into the house. She's in a really bad car accident. She said, I was running through every single scenario in my head because I thought you were dying. That is so funny. We so Cole just called us and he was not crying. And he was just like, so we hit a deer and... You could just hear in the background Ashley going. <laughs> it was so scary because I've also seen so many stories. Okay, like it was scary to hit the deer. I, it definitely didn't warrant that kind of reaction. But my well, car. Okay, to be fair, you were asleep. Yes, and, and I then woke you up. woke up to the hitting. Ooh. Yeah, and so the it, slap. And then, yeah, and a slap hit my car. <laughs> um, so I woke up to it, and then. Uh, We got out, and I was like, this is really bad. Like, it was really bad damage to the car. And then we were just on the side of the road on, like, on... It was really late, and it was was midnight, And it was cold. And I was just... I kept saying, Nicole, I was like, okay, let's sit in the car. Wait, no, the car's going to blow up. (laughs) Oh, that is scary. And, like, okay, so we can't sit in the car. Because also, we had got... We had hit the deer, like, on a bend. And so, like, if people... Like, especially being out late at night... Granted, it was, like, during the week, but... If people came around that turn too hard and, like, were to go over into, like, the shoulder, like, they would hit us, like, sitting Mm. in the car. So then now we're exposed and I'm like, people are going to drive by. I was like, I literally said to Cole, like, a murderer or a kidnapper is going to drive by and they're going to see us stranded on the side of the road and they're going to try to lure us. And he was like, I kept saying lure us. And he was like, then we won't go. (laughs) That's not the point, Come on, I have candy. And you're like, I can't resist. I have to be Lord. I have to go. But actually, nice, actual nice people did stop. And this guy was like so sweet. He's like, are you guys okay? And we were like, yeah. Also, this was months ago. I have never. Well, granted, I'm literally a small woman, but I would never stop and like try to help someone. 
Yeah, ever. this was a like a big man in a big truck, and he was so sweet. And after, like, he was like, do you guys need anything? He was like, I can take you to, like, the sheets, like, if you want to wait there, like, at least, like, you're covered. And I was, he was like, I'm not weird, like, I promise. And he, I genuinely was like, I would have gotten in the car with that man. Mm-hmm. And obviously my husband was with me, so I wasn't nervous. But as soon as he left, I was like, Cole, we should have gone with him because we're out here exposed. Get him back. Bring him back. Yeah. Anyways, we... So because of that, I don't take, I don't let us drive home anymore. I'm like, we're spending the night. Yes. And also that is kind of like a little update that you guys are getting a new car soon. Yes. Hopefully by the time this is out, we have a new car. But yeah, honestly, it's been really crazy. And I posted this like on Instagram earlier this week that like it's I had just purchased that car in May. Like I bought it out from my lease. And just given the way the car market is right now, I was like, okay, this is great. Like I'm, it was a great car. It was like a 2019, I think. And so I loved it and never gave me an issue. And then only a, like five months into being the owner, she got totaled by a deer. And so, but, but because we, because we were like on the right side of it, we got money out of it. And then Cole's parents have been letting us use their car while they sold another car and they gave us the money for that. So it's just been, it was annoying at first and very stressful, but quickly became actually like a blessing because we used that money to save. We've used this time to save for a new car and then we used money for other things that we needed at the time. So it was really nice and we were very lucky. (laughs) When God uses a tragedy for good. (laughs) Oh, I was trying to think of like something even (laughs) cheesier to add on to it. It may not feel like it right now, but there is good on the other side of this. He turns graves into gardens. The grave of the deer. Oh my gosh. What's the one that's like... Uh, he gives his biggest storms to his most skilled <gasps> skilled sailors, <laughs> something like that. That's... I literally had that on a sweatshirt when <gasps> I was in middle school. No. <laughs> it's so tragic. And I was like, I'm a skilled sailor. <laughs> I literally, I wasn't saying it in seriousness, but I said that. I said, God gives his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers about me getting my period back six weeks postpartum. <laughs> oh, man. You're so brave. I mean, genuinely, you are. (laughs) I mean, I didn't have a choice. It showed up on my doorstep. Um, Anyways, do you have any other updates? Um, I think I talked about this last week, but we are now a week, the week of um, going to Mexico. So I'm very excited about that. I don't I haven't looked at the weather, but my mom keeps telling me it's going to be like in the 70s. I was hoping for good. I was hoping for a little bit warmer, but that that'll do. Yeah. The cold is that we were actually talking about this with Tanner this morning that it's been kind of sad that it's like not snowing. I almost (sighs) wish it would just snow. I would rather be cold and snowing. Yeah. Right now it's just like I think today it's like 30 something. It's like, okay, if it's going to be like in the 30s, it should be snowing. If it's going to be warm, that's fine. I love a warm winter day. Yeah. And when the sun shines, it feels so nice. Which I know you've been, like, walking with Monty, like, every day. Mm-hmm. And we went on a walk the other day when it was sunny with our dogs. And I was like, this is so nice. Like, But so I wouldn't nice. mind snow being on the ground. Mm-mm. I love going, like, snowboarding. But it feels like after that storm we had a few weeks ago, everything's just melted away. It says it's going to snow on Friday. But, like, I never understand whenever it says, like, okay, it's a 70% chance of snow. But it's 46 degrees. So I'm like, how's it going to become snow? Yeah. It's not freezing. Yeah. But, 
Yeah, the winters here have gotten... I know you didn't grow up here. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, we would have a snow day once a week when I was growing up because there was always snow. Always. Like, my parents live, like, literally oh. on the side of a mountain and they get way more snow than anyone else. We could not go up our driveway. We would have to park at the bottom, walk up, and then we would have to sled down in it the morning. Is such I remember going to your house for the first time and we had to park at the bottom and her dad had to come pick us up in his pickup truck and I literally like cuz it's like sliding is just inevitable, but there's mm-hmm. no guardrail or anything on the driveway and I'm just like, "All right, cool. This is this is how I go." But it's just it's like you tell you're just never going to go anywhere. Yeah. Because you can't make it down the hill. Yeah, that was just like our lives as a kid was like it was always snowing and like always like how are we going to get down the driveway? And now it's never a problem because it never freaking snows. I yeah. swear. I probably should be more well-versed about like environmental things. I really don't know that much, but global warming is a thousand percent real. Yeah, it is. I feel like I feel like there was maybe one bad like storm a few years ago and I had just moved to Pennsylvania and then since then everything else has been pretty manageable. Like even that storm we had a few weeks ago where it's like it snowed and then I guess it's called a flash freeze. Like that was like definitely cold, but it was like everyone just kind of stayed inside for like a day. But like you were also still able to go places. It wasn't yeah. like you were doing like it wasn't building sn- a snowman type of weather. It was like you could still, though, get into your car and the roads were fine and go to where you need to be. You just didn't spend time outside. Yeah. And it hasn't, like, lasted. Mm-mm. I feel like after that, it, it melted, like, pretty fast and everything's been kind of, like, back to normal, which is sad because it's – I feel like it stops, like, in February. So it's, like, we really only have, like, four more weeks of it sometimes. Yeah. I don't no, know. I feel like it's it goes into March, but like then there'll be like warm days in March that are like 70 and then there'll be random snow days. The day that we came and saw this house was right after we got back from Tanner's birthday in New York and it was April 17th and it was covered in snow and freezing. That's so cute. So you never know. Yeah. I mean, last year we went to Colorado, I feel like, to actually get, like, for sure snow. Mm-hmm. Because we were just like, we just want, like, a snowy cabin and, like. And it was. And, and it, it was, was the that, best. And it was so beautiful. But we're like, we should also get that at our home. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but what about you? Life update. Well, I realized I didn't say this, I don't think, um, when we talked about Christmas, but I got the greatest Christmas gift that has ever, <gasps> oh, ever that's been given. So true. Um, it was from Tanner, and this is my only gift. I also got socks because it's like kind of a bigger thing. But I got a nugget ice maker. <laughs> it's nuggets, not pellets or anything. It's basically Chick Fil A ice, but yeah. a little bit softer for chewing, which. If you've been listening to the episodes, ice was my pregnancy (laughs) craving. And then I was so scared that I was going to stop liking it after I wasn't pregnant anymore. But the the love has stayed of chewing ice. So. Thank God, too. I know. Because I think he bought it, like, not long after you gave birth. And so he was like, I really hope hope she likes (laughs) it. It stays. Um, It's just such a great little treat. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. It genuinely... 
so anyways, Tanner gives me the ice maker. I was convinced it was an espresso machine because mm. I knew it was like something bigger. And then like I saw the box it was in and it was like pretty big. And so I was like, it's an espresso machine. We've been wanting to get one. Um, but I, I opened the ice machine and I genuinely was crying because <laughs> I was at the point. So the sheets near our house has good ice. It's not as small as Chick-fil-A, but it's soft. So I was driving two sheets <laughs> with a garbage bag. I It was literally like the day before that you had texted us a picture of like grocery size bags full of ice. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm genuinely a thief, like in sheets, just like filling up a grocery bag That's of ice. So and funny. I would do it like every three days. And every time Tanner would be out and like, are you going to sheets or Chick-fil-A? Like I just literally craved it so much. And so anyways, it it has made my life exponentially better. It is the greatest <laughs> thing that has ever happened. Unfortunately, it, like, is huge, so yeah. it doesn't really fit, like, on our counter. It's just kind of, like, on this little stool on the I ground. I kind of like it off to the side, though. I feel like it would be so, like, clunky on a counter. I agree. This might be hard to, like, describe, obviously, like, on a podcast, but we are going to be redoing our kitchen soon, and there's, like, this corner area where, like, nothing is at. And we're hoping to build that into, like, the drink area. So mm, okay. the ice machine would go there and then eventually an espresso machine. And, like, I don't know what else. Maybe, like, some other shelves for other stuff. But that would hold it, which would be nice. Yeah, that would be really um, nice. But, yeah, greatest gift I've ever received. <laughs> Also, I didn't tell you that the other day, so the other day Jenna was over at my house and we have an espresso machine and she was like, I really want you to try to sell Tanner on it. Okay, wait, sorry. This is important to say yours is a Nespresso. Yes, with Nespresso. Yeah. Full pods and everything. And she was like, I really want you to try to sell Tanner on it. And I was like, okay. And so Cole made him a latte and he said to Cole, like, wow, that was actually really good. I wasn't expecting that. And then when we got done doing a podcast episode, I was like, what'd you think? And he was like, not that impressed. And Cole was like, I was literally so shocked because he told me he liked it. I think that the problem is that he, okay, so there's this one coffee shop we really love in the city, Kelvin. Mm. That's like his standard. Like he wants it to taste like that or nothing. Oh gosh. And so like he needs to get espresso ground from them because mm -hmm. I think that the flavor is coming from the espresso that yeah. he's looking for. So it is so interesting. Like truly unlike any other like coffee I've ever tasted. It's so fruity. I know. I remember in COVID they were doing like the door drops. They would drop off just a cup of brewed coffee at your door and I would order it all the time. It's three dollars. Yeah. And and it was which free first of all, three dollars for a cup of coffee yeah. like nowadays it would be five. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, they would bring it to your door literally just in a cup and it would just be on your doorstep and it was so cute and you could send it to your friends. Oh yeah. Jenna sent them to me all the time. It was like the day I was moving into the neighborhood too and she was like, something's at your door. And, and it would like, just be a little cup. so cute. <laughs> oh, I love them. So if Kelvin um, is listening, we love you so much. And you want to sponsor us? Be you our, want to give us coffee. Our cup of coffee to have during the show. We'll sponsor you. <laughs> we'll record the podcast We there. have so much to offer for you. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Did I say there was another thing I was going to say? You talked about the car last week. Yeah. 
Um, that's pretty much all that's going on in my life. Oh, Tanner's going on a ski trip. Oh, um, that's exciting. Yes. Yeah, so this will be my first time, like, with the baby alone. And um, I'm not nervous about, like, taking care <laughs> of her. I was just telling Ashley last night, I'm just nervous about murderers. So. Very reasonably so. Also, I feel like this could be a life update, too. We are both very, like, eh, trigger is not the word, but aware of our surroundings after all of this going on with the Idaho murders right uh. now. Like, that, like, mur- murders, murderers are terrifying. Like, it, like when we both don't listen to true crime at all anymore because it just have wasn't. stop. I think I literally have to draw the line at, like, podcasts, like, scary episodes, too. Oh, my like, God, yeah. This I, year, really, like, all of the podcasts that I listen to, their scary episodes literally gave me nightmares. Yeah. And it's I just feel... too oh. much for me. Yeah. So, with all of that and just the nature of that, like, Idaho case, we're both, like, awesome. I need to triple check my doors and, like, make sure nobody follows me home or, like... I can't believe it was just that he just, like, saw them and then was like, I will kill you. Yeah, he literally... St- Mm-hmm. He literally stalked them for like they have like his cell, cell phone, phone like pinging to their house like months before he actually did it, and I'm like, no, thank you. The good thing, at least about here, and I also feel kind of like your neighborhood is like, I would definitely see if someone was like near my house. It's very noticeable, yeah, and like I definitely feel like really safe in my house. Like I feel like we have the most like safety measures in place but still I'm just like but what if what if they're already in there (laughs) on a different episode we should talk about the drama that has happened with your ring Uh, doorbell in the past because literally Ashley got this ring doorbell (laughs) actually we should just do a whole episode on the Swiss (gasps) veil that would actually be a good one and just our COVID like because I moved in literally the day that um, the world shut down and I was down the street from Jenna and Tanner I'm writing that down. That will be our next episode. Oh, that'll be so fun. Because it was, like, we talk about all the time, if the world were to shut down again, oh my gosh, we would, like, just... We would have the best time. We would have the best time. It might be controversial that we were together every day, but... Oh my gosh. (laughs) There was, was, like, six of us that just hung out every day. It was fine. But, like, people were literally like, you saw someone? Yeah, and, like, post... Yeah. And, like... I don't know. I guess I was naive in the beginning about like posting stuff. And but yeah, people would pass judgment on us all the time. But we were together from the beginning. So if one of us was getting it, we all were getting it. And we never did, honey. <laughs> um, okay. So today we are talking about our 2023 goals slash recapping our 2022 goals. Oh, gosh. Okay, I need Cole to text me a picture of my 2022 goals. Um, But I do have my 2023. The reason that I really just wanted to recap the 2022 goals is because I did something that I'm very proud of. Oh. And what I really was excited to do. And um, that accomplishment was to go on a nude beach. Were you fully nude? No, I was wearing underwear. But <laughs> you're like, I would have though. I would have, but like everyone else was just topless. Mm. It wasn't a nude beach. It, it was, was just in beach. Spain. So yeah. it was just people were naked. 
Actually, sorry, there were some people that didn't have underwear on, but I just, you know, I had my undies on um, and I was pregnant and I was so cute and it was just a great moment in my life and I'm very proud of myself. Unfortunately, I have no photos of it, but <laughs> I just want to say I did accomplish that goal and I was very, um, I had a great time. Oh, I also went topless in France as well. Oh, so two times in one trip. Yeah, I'm a risky girl. No tan lines here. Nope. <laughs> so that was something that I was very happy with myself. My other 2022 goals. One was get pregnant, which I did. Ooh. I got pregnant and I gave birth. I wanted to go to Europe, which I did. And then a big thing that I wanted to do for health was drink raw milk every day, which I mostly did. Probably not every single day, like especially with travel and like days. Sometimes it like is hard with like the people who make the raw milk won't drop it off at a certain time. And then you go and they're like, oh, sorry, we don't have it today. But mostly every day I did drink raw milk while I was pregnant. And I'm very proud of that. So those were some of my big goals. Um, I had some like financial ones and some business ones, but they're boring. So <laughs> I won't say that, but um, yeah. Who sent me? the goals that I wrote in the journal. Um, honestly, they're so boring and so vague, but um, one of them was experiment with photo more because I feel like I was just getting into photo and like people asking me to like do weddings and sessions and stuff. And honestly, like I'm proud of like wedding stuff, but like I feel like I'm most proud of like church stuff. I feel like they're... This might be bold to say, but <laughs> I don't really feel like there's another church in Pittsburgh that like does photo and video like we do. And so Absolutely. I feel it. And that's like not like just the me. The other ones suck. Yeah, you guys suck. No, I'm kidding. Absolutely kidding. Please do not quote <laughs> me. Um, but I feel <laughs> like it's not even just like a me thing. It's like, I don't know. I am in an environment where it's encouraged and appreciated and a very collaborative effort and so I feel like we all got to experiment on different things this year and ultimately it was all pretty cool and so that's fun one of them was to develop my own film and definitely did not do that Oof. it's like such an investment and I did not realize it at the time but like around this time last year it was when we were at like the height of our like obsession film. And it's definite, like, I still love film. Like, we added a film package to our wedding and, like, and everything. Like, I love it. But I'm also, also my point and shoot broke. So that's definitely. <sighs> mine is, like, being, well, mine broke. I bought a new one and it's, like, I can't freaking figure out how it works. Yeah. And so, like, Cole has a, I forget the name of it, but it's, like, a manual film camera and it's beautiful. It's, like, the popular Canon one. Mm. But... It's but it's also, manual. Yeah, it's just, there's no flash on it, so I'm like, oh, it's just not as easy. Uh, not the flash. I feel like we used to shoot film, like, just for fun, and, like, in, like, I feel like today we would have, like, randomly took, like, three film photos. Just yeah. We just always had a camera laying around, and that's what I put up on my Instagram a reel of all of our 2022 film, because literally... It felt like everything was documented. Yeah. We had a snow day and we had 
a camera there. Like, yeah. But now I feel like it's... It's gotten so expensive, too, though. Yeah, yeah. And there was, like, a film shortage for a while. We, like, seriously, I feel like only shot film, like, on our trips this year, which is fine. Yeah. But I... Yeah. Yeah. It... I don't know. I feel, I don't know if it got over overdone or, like, saturated, but it's it also just, yeah, really, like, the film that we love, which is obviously, like, a very popular film, literally is, like, $24 a roll. Yeah, and then you have to pay photos. to develop it. And then if something goes wrong with it, it's, like, cool. Well, I just wasted Yeah, so and that's why, like, I had a reliable point and shoot, and then we went to develop it, and it was, like, oh, apparently it's broken and it's like cool like some of like it has like some like light leaks on photos and stuff but the last time it was like okay this is this is done so yeah maybe we'll get around to developing our own film but again it's an investment um okay this one i feel like i did execute which i'm very happy with but it was to cook and bake more Oh, you definitely did. Yeah. I really stepped into my homemaker era. I feel like my body knew I was about to be a wife. <laughs> it really did. And honestly, like, Cole and Ashley both are really good at, like, oh. cooking and making things. And I feel like you guys are a great team in the kitchen. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, honestly, like, I feel like I, like, going into marriage, like, the traditional roles were totally okay with me. I'm like, I will cook like and I'll mm-hmm. like do the laundry and like everything because he is like a, a handy guy too like he mm-hmm. will fix stuff around the house but he also loves baking he loves cleaning and so we really just like tackle everything together it's not like one person does everything which is really nice but he is such a good baker and just makes really really good like cookies and cakes and breads like his banana bread is his claim to fame i think mm-hmm. uh, but yeah he made a gluten-free chocolate cake a couple weeks ago and it was so it was good. so good and it was didn't even taste like gluten-free gluten-free at all yeah uh, i know i feel like i had to like set the record straight on instagram because it was like a bunk cake mm-hmm. and it looked like like a normal cake and i had already like told people like yeah i'm going gluten-free and they're like now your husband's making this giant cake and i was like it's like, gluten-free gluten i swear i swear it is um but yeah i don't know i just i it became an art form for me this year and just like i feel like i was never attracted to like the recipes that were like and cut up one shallot and like season it that's and cook my it problem. overnight and you're like, okay, but now I was like, but why not? I'll try it. And I found some really, really good stuff. So yeah, there's really this meal that. that Ashley made <laughs> that I'm in love with. And um kind of wondering when is appropriate to ask you to make it again. That's, that's it's been fair. like two months. That's true. That was your that welcome was, home yes. gift, or not gift, <laughs> your welcome home meal. From the hospital. And oh, I literally ate it for lunch, like, every day for a week. It's so good. It is a good. And it's so funny because I think what we might have talked about it one time before. But literally what it is is, like, butter squash or butternut squash, Brussels, mm-hmm. and stuffing. Stuffing. And it's, like, kind of basil-y. Yeah. Like, so it literally this meal came out of me throwing all of my leftovers in a bowl and was like, oh, this might taste good. And Jen and Tan came over She's like, what are you having? And I was like, this little bowl, you want to try it? And she was like, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. It's so 
so good. I'm yeah. thinking about it right now, and there's cheese on it. Okay. It's delicious. But, and then also my last one was to be more intentional in our relationships. Like, then that was, like, with Cole. And then I feel like we've really, really solidified friendships this year. Like I agree. I just feel like we have found, I don't know, like... No one is like, there's not like this weird, like, are we close? I don't know. Like, I feel like it's very clear, like, who, I I would say the same for us as well. Like, that we all, like, know who our besties are, at least, like, for this season, season. of yeah. life. Like, these are the super close people. These are kind of like the, we hang Fringe. out for like a party <laughs> and then like, you know, people yeah. that you obviously just don't really see anymore. But I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like I, this, or like this last year, I was always wanting to be like, okay, clearly like in this like sense, I'd be like, clearly Jenna is my best friend. Now, how can I be intentional <laughs> like, to show her that I, that I care about her? And so it was really just like taking time and assessing like different friendships and like how can I like better like love them and appreciate them and everything and so I I would say hopefully I accomplished that but <laughs> I don't know it was yeah a lot of fun just being more intentional in general I feel like I, I before I did anything like big this year I'd be like I would really stop and assess and be like is this something I want to do okay like I'll do it very sweet very sweet very not very fun very like uh, not sorry like not very like specific but yeah, yeah, yeah. very no. like surfacey level I feel like but. sometimes when you get too specific with goals it can be like scary because you're like I like say you say I want this amount of money in my bank account mm -hmm. it's like oh you can get like too caught up in it yeah and am I a failure if I don't make it there yes absolutely so I like whenever it's more vague yeah um okay so we're gonna talk about our goals for this new year because <laughs> it is the 11th day of the year and we are you know we're get we're starting it off strong mm -hmm. um did you like take time and like i don't know if like you have like a set thing like you do every year cole and i for the past like two years have like been intentional about like going to breakfast and then like writing like our goals together and i'm like now i'm like this is a tradition because i think that yeah, is like so, so sweet that's so cute we like always write ours down like kind of around the end of the year and then we just like tell each other what we wrote down okay um but i always have written it down for like the past five years probably and I always break it into travel health personal and financial mm. um but this year I didn't really do that <laughs> I just wrote down stuff but I mean some of it okay do you have ones that are travel um uh, kind of yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so the first one's I have two that are travel. One is to take Montana to Montana. Aww. And then the second one is to finally see the Northeast, which we're doing. Oh, we talked I'm about this so last week. I'm so excited. But seriously, we have like gone pretty much everywhere in America except for the Northeast, like the upper Northeast. We've been to Vermont and um, like upstate New York, but we've never like ventured up into Maine. Yeah. And so we are going 
together, and together. it's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. I don't think we'll get to 50. What'd you say? I don't think we'll get to all 50 states. Like, I don't know if that this will. This year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not all in this year, but, like, <laughs> that we have been to all 50, but um, hopefully soon. Oh, yeah, because I feel like isn't after that, isn't it, like, just Alaska? I think there's a few more like random ones, Mm. but we did really want to go to Alaska this summer with Monty, but um, I didn't realize the flight is as long as it is to Europe, if not longer, like depending on layovers. Dang. And I just... Well, I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, because I feel like it's like pretty common to fly from like Pittsburgh to Seattle. Yes. And then how long is it from Seattle? It's like 12 hours again. Like it's so far. Wait, it might not be 12. I need to look it up. I, it might be like six. <laughs> I'm not, I'm definitely not holding you to that, but now I'm like, I'm curious. It might be six from Seattle to Alaska and six from Pittsburgh to Seattle, but okay. that's like if you have literally no layovers. So, yeah, I'm just like, she's not old enough for that yet. So I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, those are our travel goals. Go ahead and say what whatever years are that are travel related. Um. So again, I feel like... A kind of like it's like fun when you like know what you're already gonna do in the year. So you're like, I'm gonna put it as a goal because it'll be easy to <laughs> like, accomplish. I'll check it off immediately. Um, but I put camp in a camper van because, like I've talked about, we're going on a Pacific Northwest road trip, and now I don't know if it will be like specifically a camper van, but also like this journey of like trying to find a van has led me down a rabbit hole of found finding a lot of good companies. That if we wanted to do like a round trip thing, like if we wanted to like take it from Seattle and then like go like places in Washington and then bring it back to Seattle, like that would be like a good option. So I'm not ruling that out for like maybe a different trip, but it might not work out like specifically camper van, but I'm really excited for that trip. So camp in a camper van. And then this sentence, I remember writing it and I was like, this is so confusing, but um, I said, spend the year going to the most newest places that we've uh, that I've ever been to so like I feel like every year it's like we always make a trip to California and like go to a lot of familiar places but this year I want to go to like a lot of unfamiliar places and like new I want more newer trips than trips that we've done before it's so hard whenever you like find somewhere that you love Mm -hmm. um for us like we love Montana and we're just like we just want to go every single year but then you're like should I go somewhere else it's your Outer Banks trip your Pennsylvania family Outer Banks trip it literally is but yeah I love the feeling of whenever you go somewhere new and you just see like a new landscape or something and you're just or you just feel a new vibe of like you know what I mean by like when there's just a vibe and mm-hmm. a new aesthetic yeah. in a town or something. And you're yeah. just like, oh, my gosh, I've never experienced this before. It is so hard because I feel like we've I'm like, we've been to so many beautiful places. We're literally world, world travelers. travelers. Like, I just have been so many places. But even like when we went to Colorado last year and spent time in Breckenridge and Frisco. Well, thank you. Like, I was like, this is the cutest town ever. And I was like, we should go back this year. We were all like, we're moving here. Yeah, like, literally looking up Zillow listings for houses. But then I'm like, ah, like, I don't know. Like, I want to go somewhere new. But, oh, like, that was so nice. I know. I know. It's it's very hard. (laughs) It's very hard. That, yeah, so going to newer places, which, I mean, already, I mean, I've been to Seattle 
in Portland, but I haven't. We're hitting like Yosemite and like the Redwoods and um, Big Sur, which like they're all in, I mean, like those last three are in California and I've never been there before. Like That's crazy that you've lived there your whole life and you never didn't. Been, I know we weren't camping people growing up. And so like, I feel like that, yeah, that would have made the most sense, but yeah. So we're going there. I'm excited for that. But yeah, then Maine and Cape Cod, I've never been there before. So I'm We're going to so have excited. so many lobster rolls and clam chowder. I oh can't wait. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. It's going to be so, and we're going at such a beautiful time too. Did I already say I'm going to be in my coastal grandmother era? I think so. <laughs> I can't wait for the outfits. I need all of like the sweaters and like cardigans. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I hope it's like kind of cooler. Yeah. Because we're going to be going in June, so I feel like I'm I'm hoping for, like, high 70s. I want to wear, like, a sweater with, like, a skirt. Oh, that is very coastal grandmother. Um, okay. I feel like the next category that I kind of have is business vibes. Okay. Um, so one of them for me was to start our podcast, <laughs> um, but... Because this is going to be profitable in no time. Well, literally, I wrote down, get paid from the podcast. So, like, at some point this year, to make some amount of money Mm -hmm. from the podcast. Even if it's a dollar, I will scream. (laughs) Yeah, like, and that's another thing I'm, like, not trying to say, like, for the podcast to become my full-time job, like... Or for it to make this much money, because then if it doesn't happen, then I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. But to get paid something from the podcast would be very encouraging that we are going in the right direction. And then I also wrote down, like, that I would like to get paid from Instagram, Mm. which... (sighs) Which has happened. (laughs) It has happened, um, but I'm, like, at a weird crossroads because I am a photographer. We have a photography page. We share some personal stuff on it, and it has about 10,000 followers. Then I have a personal page that has, like, a 1,000 followers, and it is where I can post whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And so I post so much stuff about, like, being a mom and, like, health and food and all this stuff. And so I'm just, like, in a weird place where I'm, like, I want to, like, do some type of, like, influencing. Yeah. Whether that's, like, just micro-influencing or whatever. But I'm, like... Should I like flip it, flip it so that the photo page has more personal stuff on it because it has so many more followers or do I just build up the personal page? Yeah, that is really hard to like, I feel like I even said like when I was going to start my photo account, I like said to you guys and but Tanner, I remember him saying this. I was like, yeah, I think I'll just flip my personal like the one Instagram I have into the photo account because I already have like these mm-hmm. like 2000 followers. And so that'll be really nice. And then, like, I'll make, like, a personal one again. And Tanner was like, don't do that. And I was like, okay. (laughs) It's so hard to know. And, like, because (sighs) your photo account was once your personal, then it became your Yes, but now everyone who follows it is following it for photos. So it's not fair if I just flip it and make it into, like, this family health thing. Yeah. So I don't know, but it, it does feel, yeah, it feels risky because you're like, oh, the following's here, but it's like, what if like I start posting all this stuff and they're like, okay, they're I'm like, not going to follow anymore. Yeah. They're like, I actually wanted something else. So that is hard, but that is something. Um, so yeah, those are my two kind of like businessy things, I think. I oh, oh, go ahead. sorry. I have one more thing. Yeah. 
Uh, I wrote Become a Better Storyteller in like photo stuff because mm. I just want to become more documentary mm. vibes. That Yeah, that seems to be like the, I've seen it all over TikTok. They're like, I didn't hire a wedding photographer. I hired a documentary photographer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> I definitely like want to still keep like more like posed things as yeah. well. But like, I really want to focus on like the little details as well. So. Yeah. Just having that in the back of my mind. Um, I, so like, obviously I have, I mean, granted, we both have full-time jobs, but I have a full-time like hourly job, um, that is wonderful and very flexible. I've talked about before. Um, but so my goal I wrote down for that was to get that account to 10,000 followers. Um, I've, again, I feel like I've said this before, but I, and most of you that are listening probably know this, but I run a church Instagram, like I work for a church. And so I think it's like fun making goals for that because even though it's not my face on it, I'm just like, I don't know, like it is like my work. And like, if I ever wanted to do it, like social managing or whatever for a a brand or anything, I could be like, look at like how I was able to grow this account. And so I... Yeah, want that account is like sitting at like almost eight right now. And so I think I just want to figure out how Instagram is just seriously one of the hardest things to like the algorithm is just like one of the hardest things to figure out. And to like authentically grow. Yeah. And it feels like you literally have to do like the you have to do the trends and if it was like me as a person, I'm like, oh, I can like, okay, I can figure out how this is. Everyone always is like relevant to your niche. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I can, okay, cool. Like I could do that, but it's so much harder when it's like for a church and you're just like, how do I make this not cringe? Yeah. <laughs> and like, how do I like, there's no like specific face behind it. Like it's not like yeah. you can have our pastor like do every trend yeah. you know and so it's like okay can this random person be in it and then it's like well who is this and yeah yeah so yeah getting that and kind of cracking the algorithm code would be great and so yeah that's my goal for that and then I also wrote get my photo account to a thousand followers just because it's at like 500 right now and I was honestly I feel like I was absolutely shocked like when it like it dawned on me that I was at 500 just because I don't post that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, I don't know, that was already like a surprise. So I was like, okay, let's see like how, like what else we could do and stuff. So yeah, I'm very, the best thing about my relationship with photo, it feels so chill mm-hmm. because in granted it, it's a, what's the, the saying? It's like a double-edged sword, I guess. Like on one hand, it's really nice that I have full-time income to rely on. So everything I do with photo is just extra. But then at the same time, sometimes photo takes longer. And especially during wedding season when, I mean, granted, I don't take that many weddings myself, but like I'll second shoot. And it's just like, I work Monday, well, Sunday through Thursday. And then Friday, Saturdays, like t- sometimes during the fall and summer, it's just taken up with weddings. And so it feels like nonstop, but I'm also like, I get the extra income from it. So it's nice, but it's also nice because like you've said before, like you never have the intention of like being a photographer full time. Yeah, no, it's not like, I like think about it every once in a while. And I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't think that's like in the cards for me just cause it, I mean, I, I see firsthand like how much you have to invest in 
like, and not like I don't like the people that I work with, but I'm like, you genuinely have to be on every yeah. single time, every single engagement shoot you go to. And mm-hmm. I've just seen that it's from you that it's draining. like, okay, I don't, I don't know if like, that's in it for me. And it definitely, like, I know we have so many photo friends, but you, it, it is not as easy as it looks and it takes yep. a lot of energy. I feel like people think it really is showing up for the one hour engagement session, the eight hour wedding day. And, and like, that's such a like, piece of cake. How are you charging that much? And you're just like hitting a button and like, that's it. And it's, yeah. The thing I've literally said this a thousand times on the podcast already. The thing that is the hardest for me is like the fact that nothing can happen ever. Like yeah. you cannot miss the day. Mm-mm. And that's the scariest that, part of it all. Yeah. And I remember, like, especially, like, when you were going through Indo stuff, it was, like, you would literally, like, be throwing up before weddings and be, like, all right. I got a rally. (laughs) Yeah, it was horrible. Which is just crazy. Yeah, I got very lucky, like, um, with pregnancy. Like, I was a little nauseous in the first trimester. I threw up maybe twice the whole time, but, like... It was in the winter, so I didn't have that much stuff to go to. But the few shoots that I did go to, I remember just being like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. Um, So no thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But it's been fun. Like, and I don't know if we, like, I didn't write any of, like, this down, but Cole's been asked to do more wedding videos this year, which has been really fun. And again, just, like, now I've also made him, like, my primary second shooter, which is so nice. makes the experience so much better for me. The bi- the biggest thing literally on a wedding day is like when you have a good second shooter to hang out with because like yeah. during dinner and like just in general like it makes the day so much better whenever yeah. you're with a friend. Yeah, and not which I luckily haven't had this experience, but like I've talked to other photographers when like you, conversation drags and like they're mm. just not picking up on your vibes and it's just... And you're trying to work, so like you don't really have time to like make small talk with like someone that you don't vibe with. Ugh, there's so many elements. So many elements. And that's why, I mean, like I feel like you guys have Peter for literally, like unless he's not available, but like mm-hmm. literally every wedding and it's like yeah if you just find a person then why wouldn't I go with him every time yeah seriously um and the other thing that's so nice too is like you and Cole if Peter's not available we're like can you guys do it yeah because it's just such a hard I have actually had really good experiences at least this year with like hiring like I had a wedding in Columbus and I hired this girl who just lives there and Mm -hmm. is a photographer and she was amazing and I'm literally like you're my best friend (laughs) I have another wedding in Columbus this May she's she's second shooting can't wait to see her love her but every once in a while whenever you get in a situation where you have to like have a second shooter that you don't know that well or that you're not vibing with Oh, the day drags on. <laughs> the only other ones that I have really are about like being a mom. Mm. Um, the first one is to breastfeed all year. Mm. Well, to breastfeed for one year of her life. So until November 24th. Um, and <laughs> breastfeeding, Which is almost all year. <laughs> breastfeeding is. We should have talked about that last episode too. Yeah. But it's an ongoing it was journey. so long, but. Breastfeeding is literally nothing like I thought it would be. 
I had the greatest, easiest time ever, like the first three weeks. And then it just became genuinely a roller coaster. And I have not talked to anyone who doesn't feel the same, that it's literally a shocking roller coaster. And I knew it would be hard, but the only things I really anticipated was that she wouldn't latch or that I wouldn't have milk. Mm. And there's so many factors. I won't get into everything, but it just feels like a new challenge happens every single day with breastfeeding. Um, But that being said, I would like to clarify that. I mean, I want to give her breast milk for one full year. Mm. If it does, if that means I have to pump, then that's okay. But I want to feed her breast milk for one full year. Um, So that's the first one, mom-wise. My other one is that I want to take her outside every day, which I have been... I said I would do unless it was below freezing. I took her outside a few times when it was below freezing and put her in a snowsuit. And she looked so cute. It's so tiny. (laughs) She loved it. And she slept so much in the snowsuit, I think, because it, like, made her feel, like, so packed in. cozy. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to do that. And then I also want to read to her every day, um, which that's like, not just me, but like also Tanner, like really wants to do that as well, just because it's so good for them. Yeah. Which is weird to think that like right now she's literally like a baby, like she can barely do anything, but like that reading to her is benefiting her. Yeah. Just, I saw a TikTok too, um, of, like, this mom, I mean, we were also talking about this last night, how there are, like, so many methods and, like, if mm-hmm. you do this, it'll do this, like, whatever. But Ugh. this mom on TikTok was, like, we didn't baby talk, like, to our kid at all. And then, like, when we would go out in public, I would be, like, oh, like, and we'd just talk about everything. Like, oh, do you see that bird flying in the sky? Like, oh, that bird is so pretty. And she was, like, just saying that stuff to him. And she was, like, again, every child is different. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just saying what this lady said on TikTok. She was, like... Like, he was literally, like, speaking full sentences at one. Wow. Because we were reading to him, not baby-talking him, and, like, just talking about everything that we saw. Yeah. I was like, that's so interesting. Their brain just literally picks up on it. You want to know what actually shocks me? This is kind of, like, a side note. Like, how genuinely do you understand a language, like, just (laughs) from being around it? Like, I was just thinking about, like, Okay, she's just going to say mama and dada. Mm. Okay, and then she's going to say, like, yes and no. Like, how will she know that no means no, though? Yeah. Like, how does your brain, like... I guess it's different, like, if you're, like, reading a book and you show, like, a picture of a dog and you say dog and, like, whatever. But, like, other phrases like the... And like, like, how do you catch on to that? Yes. It just like it so blows my mind that like, if you just literally talk to a person, they will learn a language. That's like, even if people just move to a different country, they're like, yeah, They'll I just learned stuff. it. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Uh-huh. Yeah. That is really crazy. Um, okay. What's your next one? Um, okay. So this was like, probably, this was actually the first on my list. And cause again, my goals, I feel like are kind of all over the place. But I gave up gluten and alcohol this year, which again, it's only been like 11 days. And <laughs> going strong, <laughs> going though. strong. Um, I was gluten and dairy free like in 2021. And then for like a solid six months. 
And honestly, I had never felt better, looked better, like I, my skin was clear. But like, and it just kind of started like I like did a cleanse and I was like, okay, I'm just going to like keep this up. And honestly, like it was, it really benefited me in the moment. And then once Cole and I started dating, I was like, this is hard. <laughs> like, yeah. Because especially since it wasn't like an allergy, it felt so annoying to be like, actually, I need the gluten and dairy free pizza, please. Like, so I was like, also, I'm not- whenever you start dating, like, it's just a known thing that like you just give up on your diets for a while. Yeah, that's true. And so it just became easier. And so I didn't do it for a long time. And then honestly, like learned more about health and like just, I mean, honestly, this is kind of like what Jenna's been talking about, but just like the, the lies, I've not even lies, I guess, but like just became more aware of like stuff that's in oat milk. And it's like, oh, actually having whole milk, even raw milk would be better than having the stuff that's in oat milk. And so this time around, I feel like processed breads and like gluten is like not doesn't vibe with me and it is like inflammatory for me but I kept like I'll still have dairy which honestly going from being gluten and dairy to then just doing no gluten has been game-changing I'm like I can have so much stuff (laughs) yeah and like gluten I feel like like even last night when they came over I made steak sandwiches and Ashley just ate the steak in a bowl and like I feel like that's so much easier than being like well, I can't have any cheese and I have to have the steak in the bowl and I can't have any sauce. But literally, like, you cooked it in butter, too, so I would have had to be like, no butter. I forgot about butter. But again, I was also not, never, like, that complicated of, like, Jenna, I saw you use regular butter and be like, okay, I'm not allergic. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah. Also, I will say, if anyone tries to come at me at any point, my only exception is homemade sourdough because I do believe, like, the bacteria is good for your gut. And also, which I don't know if you'd be interested in this, Matt, our friend, told me that you can get, like, because you know the whole thing about, like, that the gluten and, like, the flour in Italy and Europe is, like, Mm -hmm. better than here. He said that you could go to a store it's like an Italian store, the Lalo's mm-hmm. in like, I think Irwin. there's one in Irwin, Jeanette. Um, and they have like Italian style, like flour. And so it technically like is without the gluten or it's like, mm. I forget what oh, somebody can correct me on this if you want to <laughs> like, but it's like in Europe, I, be, I read that like they ferment or I don't know, like take their flour through an extra process than we do then so when everybody goes to Europe they're like oh and like gluten-free celiac people can technically have all of that stuff because it's like burned off like the gluten protein yeah. I don't know something like that but anyway so now I'm like really interested I'm like oh well I'll just go get that flour and make my that sourdough from very that. interesting I would like to know how it goes yeah when we were in Europe this summer I never like restrict anything so it didn't affect me that much but our friend that we went with he was he restricts things not all the time but like he he, used to be gluten-free didn't he yeah I think so but he was just saying like I feel really good and like this and we were eating everything so yeah and even this time around I'm not even doing like gluten-free bread it's like again just give me the bowl yeah (laughs) it's It's truly not worth it unfortunately with the bread the bread is never very good I will say the Trader Joe's gluten-free bread is pretty good my mom and sister have celiac disease so I used to have to go get that for them and bring home a few loaves each Mm. time I came home but 
Um, yeah. Yeah. But then also I talked a lot about on this or on the gluten end, but um, alcohol. I like when I, again, like I definitely like wasn't struggling with like addiction or anything. <laughs> no need to she put that needs help. I didn't need help. Um, but I like thought about it at the end of the year and like, Cole, like, honestly, we love, like, making fun drinks and everything. We have, like, Another a- thing that they're great at. Like, <laughs> them, you guys need to have, like, a restaurant or something. Like... Yeah, just the fun little things. They make, like, great food, great desserts, great drinks. So, it is, like, yeah, a fun, again, like, art form for us. And so... Cole would like make me it, like towards the end of the year, Cole was like making me a drink and I'm just like, I'm just like not interested. I don't know why. And like, so I would have like a few sips and then he was like, are you done? And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And so I don't know why I was just not vibing with it anymore. And then when I stopped and thought about it, I have literally, I went to Europe when I was 18, like right when I graduated college or graduate high school. And so once I was in Europe and like, obviously the legal drinking age is 18 there, I started drinking and then when we came back it was like oh like a glass of wine in the home and like everything like whatever but literally like was drinking from 18 to 20 yeah I turned 24 and I am 24 now 18 to 24 and I'm like that's a long time like yeah and so I was like let's just take a break and like that's six years of my life that I've been drinking so let's just see what life is without it and so I just decided to give it up. Felt fun. So, I mean, clearly, I feel like I will feel better overall. So far, I feel fine. Like, it's not anything, like, directly I can point to and be like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. But overall. My I, liver is thriving. Yeah. I'm, my skin is clear. I see better. No. <laughs> like, it. yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. And Cole's like, oh, yeah, I know that you'll feel better. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, but I just don't want to. It's fine. Yeah. So... Um. That's been a fun, it's not even a challenge, but I was just like, it feels just like fun to like challenge yourself to do something. Also, now that we're saying it, now you have to do it. So exactly. I just, and I, that's honestly like I posted it on Instagram because my, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people will be like, oh gosh, like let's say it is with alcohol and it's been like been a year uh, or like haven't had a drink so far, like love, like doing no drinking like 2022 or whatever and then like later on in the year they're like literally had five bottles of wine this week and I'm like what yeah (laughs) so honestly it was like I know that that's annoying to me so I'm like I'm gonna post that I'm doing no gluten and no mm, alcohol and so I can't be annoying later on when I'm like cheers (laughs) yeah um I also am not gonna drink with Ashley um but my, I can never drink, unfortunately. I get so sick from it. Your body it. revolts. It literally revolts. So I would only drink, like, at, like, situations where, like, it was a wedding or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would never drink just casually because it was not worth it. Like, if I was going to drink, I wanted to, like, be tipsy. Yeah. And, like, be having a good time, like, dancing or something. Um, But... After I was obviously pregnant for nine months and then I had the baby, we had like a dinner party that we talked about for Christmas Mm. and I had 
literally one glass of wine and I was puking. Which is just like so I wasn't crazy. even drunk. It's not like I'm puking from being drunk. Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and throw up because my body's like, I don't want this in my it's system. It's so interesting. And I feel like that's hasn't that always been the case for you? Yeah, I would always get like really sick, like in college and stuff, but it has gotten exponentially worse to the point where like I can't really even have like a sip. So, anyways, I'm also, I've been telling Tanner for a long time, I was like, I really think that after I have the baby, like I just want to be sober because like there's just no reason for me to drink. It literally doesn't benefit you in any way. In any way. And like, Seriously, like I said, like the thing that I would want to drink for would be like a wedding to like dance and have fun. Yeah. But all of our friends are already married now. So you're like, well, who cares? Yeah. Um, so we're doing it together and we will be drinking Shirley Temples all year. Oh, I'm the so best excited. drink ever. The best special treat. I know that really has become my like nightly drink now just because I you know I feel like we're the same in this way that like we need special drinks throughout we the day. We need little treats. We and need so them. I every morning it's like a coffee, like a our Nespresso coffee and then a poppy uh, halfway yes. through the day with lunchtime. And then, yeah, like around like the evening, I've been trying, I need to get grenadine, but I've been trying to make Shirley Temples, but with um, lime LaCroix. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I, I've also never been a good. soda drinker. And so I'm like, I'm not going to trade out one bad thing for a different bad thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. Um, I always order a Shirley Temple at weddings now. Yeah. That that is the new go to. It's such a little treat. It really it just, is. The cherry so flavor good. is so good. And Tanner never orders one. Like at weddings, we always like we never like really drink soda or anything. But when we're shooting a wedding, we'll get like a little diet coke or whatever, just because you need it, it at the end of a long step. day. Yeah. And I always order the Shirley Temple, and then he'll drink like three quarters of it, and I'm like Tanner, go get your own. You have to get your own, and I don't know if he like thinks it's a girly drink so he's like i'm not ordering it but then i look dumb because i'll go back up like five minutes after i got the first one. i'm like can i have another shirley temple they're like that girl at that table is just throwing back those shirley temple <laughs> and i'm just like uh it's funny but anyways do you have any more goals to share um yeah i had like a few written down but i'll hit like some highlights um because Cole and I do love cooking and baking and making drinks so much, I put host five plus dinner parties. Mm. I feel like it would be so fun to do like seasonal like dinner parties and just like Lou actually, my sister brought it up to me the other day, which after I'd already written this down, but she was like, we should do like a Galentine's Day like night and then we should do like a garden party and like all. Mm. And I'm like, I would love that. I, okay. When I was saying that you guys are really good at hosting, like I was literally going to say... Please you should have dinner a dinner party. party. I would, yeah, we would love that. Like our Am house, I invited? Uh, duh. <laughs> our house isn't that big, like our living room and like kitchen space. But I'm like, we need to find a way to like make it work. Once it like gets nice out, you could do like a long folding table in the backyard with like a tablecloth with the string lights too, and with the candles on it. Yeah, no, that's literally the. Dream. I also want to have a dinner party outside yeah. at our house in the summer at some point oh that it would honestly be so good here you could do like exactly what you said like a long table in the yard but then also you could like put the food on the deck 
so it's like enclosed yes people can go up like family style that'd be so nice so yeah we need to like host like honestly like we i know we like raved about it but our little family christmas party that we Uh. threw was so fun and we each just like bought brought a dish and like colded the drink and jenna made the entree and it was perfect it was so fun it was the best vibes and sometimes you just have to like force yourself to just be fancy in your own home yeah yeah we had a dress code and everything oh my gosh for the garden party it should be like cottage core vibes yes oh we need to we need to raid julia's closet <laughs> literally uh, um what else did i say okay uh, this will be oh okay this will be the last one that I say. Um, I find the the perfect morning and nightly routine. Mm. So I've been really, like, trying to explore what that is for me because sometimes, like, I love going to Pure Bar and, like, like I just love doing that, like, throughout the day. But it has, like, I used to be, I don't know, I also very much subscribe to, like, the get out of bed and, like, get, mm. get to work and whatever for a while that I was like, I'm lazy if I'm in bed at 9 o'clock. And so I used to be, like, 7 a.m. crew. And then, like, especially after getting married and, like, Cole and I are, like, big snugglers that I'm just, like, I don't want to leave. Like, that's so sad. And so, but, yeah, just figuring out what the morning routine looks like. If if some days it is getting up and going to Pure Bar, but some days it is just getting up and getting, like, work done. And then, like, maybe a lunchtime class, um... But something that I want something consistent or at least like a it doesn't have to be every day, but it's like on Mondays I do this on Tuesdays I do this like something like that. And then a nightly routine, which honestly we have somewhat fallen into a routine right now. It's like we have dinner and then I especially without drinking right now and then like right after dinner, I'll make a cup of tea and then sometimes take a shower, get in bed, watch an episode of Dance Moms. With the red lights on, because the red lights have a really game-changing. Like, I usually wake up, like, before the red lights, I was waking up, like, so many times in the night. Interesting. But I genuinely feel like it is, like, calming my body down. So, like, wow. during the show, it it ha- even though, like, I'm literally flooding my eyes with blue light, but during the show, we have... We have these, like, sconces <laughs> above our bed, and Cole got these, like, little, like, light pucks... And, like, put them in there. And so we changed them to red. I have a little red light bulb. Wow. And then we have the hatch alarm clock. And so it is just It's red. red. And I literally have Sexy. been sleeping through the night. And I'm so happy. So even though I feel like that's already been, like, our nightly routine. Eventually, we should probably cut out the show. But I no. live for it. No. Do not cut out the show. I hate whenever people are like, get it. You should read instead. No, if you like the show and it calms you down, watch a show. show. Cole literally (laughs) uttered the words to me the other day. Dance Moms doesn't need to be on all the time. And I was literally like, pack your bags. (laughs) Get out. Get out. Um, But he's totally right. But I'm like, you, I literally like... Because I was on my period, too, with tears in my eyes were like, you have no idea the serotonin it brings me. <laughs> I um, obviously have a newborn baby and she sleeps in our room. So, like, I can't watch a show on the TV, but I've been watching on my phone mm. the Office extended cut episodes that I just Ooh. discovered. And I was just telling them it's like a whole new show. And it gives me intense serotonin at night when I put her to bed. It's so And nice. then I'm like, now I'm going to watch my show. 
and it's and yeah it feels uh, yeah they I feel like the health community is like turn off the tv get rid of the tv in the bedroom and I'm just like but it brings me so much joy, so I'm so sorry. But it this will be like one I'm, thing I will not be subscribing to. I'm not laying in bed all day watching it, yeah. ever. I get out of bed immediately when I wake up in the morning and go do stuff all day. When I get back in bed at 10 p.m., I'm going to watch a show. I'm going to watch the dang show. <laughs> Give me the show. <laughs> um, That's all I got. Yeah. Sounds good. I was like, I'm ready to take on 2023. Um. Well, I hope that everyone has a good list of their own as well, because I feel like having goals is fun. Yeah. Even if they're not like they don't have to be anything crazy, like just like even the one of going on the nude beach. Yeah. Very fun. Very fun ones. And it doesn't have to be. I'm going to have this much money in my savings account or, you know, anything serious like that. But just setting fun goals for yourself is is enough. And I hope that we accomplish everything we want this year. I hope so, too. <laughs> I was going to say, and I hope you're pregnant by the end of the year. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And I hope you are, too. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> um, but... What was I going to say? Mm. One more thing about 2023 goals. Oh, I was going to say the goal of the podcast mm. to be profitable. That leads me to say, make sure you rate, review, That's, and subscribe. I was literally going to, as you were thinking about this, I was like, I don't think we've ever said like and subscribe. I think I did one time, like just because I've heard others say it so many times, but um please rate and review because I think that that is probably the biggest way that you People gain see. traction yeah. and also follow our Instagram. Yes. We officially launched our Instagram and honestly, Jenna did everything for it and it is so cute and it will only get cuter. It will only get it cuter. It is at let's debrief pod. Yeah. Um, so follow our Instagram we will be posting fun stuff as well as updates. So yeah. sweet. Well, thank you all for listening. We love you very much. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.